Giving Credit is a podcast giving those making a difference their credit. On a weekly basis, we'll be interviewing parents, tech CEOs, financial experts, kid entrepreneurs, and others to learn about credit, education, financial literacy, and building wealth equity. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to another edition of Giving Credit, the Kitty Credit podcast, where we talk about credit and finance, being a parent, and interview tech founders. I am your host, Chief Mom of Kitty Credit, Annika Jackson, and I'm here with my beautiful friend, Amanda of Social Mama. Amanda, welcome to the program. Thanks, Annika. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. Now, I've known you for a while and seen you on this journey of motherhood and realizing there was a hole in that market for moms and mom resources. So you started Social Mama. So you tell our audience a little bit about what you do. Sure. Yeah. So we started an app. Uh, It's called Social Mama. If you want to find it, quick plug, we're on the App Store or Google Play for free. Um, But really, it happened super organically. My best friend um, really slipped into a depression um, when she had a child with a new medical diagnosis. And that was when my husband, who's a a data uh, architect that develops platforms for enterprise level companies, he basically was like, we're going to develop like a match.com for moms that connects women to the mom friends that they need. Um, And then that's what developed into Social Mama now four years later. So the current platform is very different than we originally designed. And it's the place for moms to find the friends that they need and the licensed experts they can trust. So a little bit match.com, a little bit of Facebook group, but really just a place for you to find support on your journey of motherhood. I love it. And I've been there. I've been a big supporter of yours from the beginning. I love the transformations I've seen in the app as well. And what would you say as the non-technical founder, the idea person, if you will, um, was the biggest challenge with developing an app? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of challenges, right? Um, Especially when it comes to scalable tech, there's a lot of challenges because you're looking to create a company that will scale to millions and millions and millions of users. It's just different than, you know, creating a pizzeria that's for, you know, a small town, which they're, they're equally hard in their own ways. It's just a very different mindset, I think, towards the approach. And I think for me, that's what was so hard was understanding that um, the small business that my husband and I had had in the past was very different from creating a large scalable tech company. And then it meant that we needed venture dollars. And it meant that we were going to be, you know, servicing a very large populace um, all over the world. It was just a different mindset. So I really had to learn as a CEO how to dream an incredibly large vision. And that takes some flexing of skills to try to think like, okay, you're going to create an organization that millions and millions of people all over the world are going to use. Like it's a very large vision. Um, And, you know, I'm sure that's what the Steve Jobs of the world and all those people did that they were in that garage on day one with ridiculously large visions. And in the beginning to me, that felt like, like, how could I ever do something like that? I have a lot more confidence now, but just learning to dream that big was really a challenge for me in the beginning. Wow. And this segues nicely into a couple of things. One is finance and credit are really important when you're starting up your own company and particularly when you're looking at tech. So what would you say your 
if you don't mind sharing your credit story, your finance story, as it relates to personal or to your business or both. Yeah. So, so I met Evan, who of course is the creator um, of Kitty Credit quite a while ago. When we first started talking, we both were really towards the beginning of, of launching our mobile apps. And I really felt connected to what Evan was doing. And it's because of well, it's really because of two reasons. Um, but the first reason is my own personal story. So my personal story with credit is not challenging at all. I have incredible credit and I've always had incredible Amazing. credit. <laughs> but that's because my mother taught us what credit was at like the age of 10. Oh I got God. my first, it, it's incredible. I got my first credit card at age 13. I had a balance uh, every month. I had to help my mother pay it. Um, she talked about everything like, APR. I mean, like you name it. So I really understood the importance of credit from a very young age, but it was something that I noticed on the social mama app in particular, that a lot of women um, didn't have access to. Like, it's one of those things that for some reason, I don't think we educate children in the public system about um, the way that they don't learn some simple home ec things, like how to boil water. Like, you know, like, we're very lucky and blessed that that the states in many ways has an incredible education system, but sometimes we don't equip our children with simple things like the importance of credit because we have a financial system that operates on credit and it can damage you for your entire life. Um, and, you know, it's funny is you and I have a mutual friend, um, which is how we met. So, you know, exactly what I'm talking about who at, at 29 years old and she's the mother of two called me one day and said, can I talk to your husband? I don't have a credit card. And she was 29, the mom of two, and she didn't even have established credit. So it really goes to show you that it's important that we teach our children what credit is and finance 101. And I believe that that is the key to really changing a lot of um, systemic issues that we have in this country, because financial Financial freedom is really the way to be free in this country. It really is. So we have to teach children how important that is. And Kitty Credit does that. And I'm just really lucky that I had a mom that just, she taught us that from yeah. a very age. So. I, that's truly, truly amazing. Um, I definitely did not get that credit education early in life. And I feel like I'm still learning a lot <laughs> every day. And I'm a lot older than... Uh, you know, 10 to 13. <laughs> no, it's, it, it, it's really hard. And, you know, like that's when, when I first learned about Kitty Credit, that's what excited me so much was because I had a mom organization. I was like, gosh, like a lot of my girlfriends don't know, like a lot of my friends, like it was just amazing to me how many people just didn't understand like the basics of credit. And almost um, 40% of social mama's community has a combined income of less than 75,000, which puts you practically onto the poverty level in this country. So I love the idea of companies like Kitty Credit doing partnerships with us because moms need to know that there is a way to teach our children um, about credit so they can have a better financial future and really, you know, achieve the American dream that we all are so proud of as, as Americans. And I think that's one of the things about the Social Mama platform. You have experts that people can turn to to talk about different stages in the, their lives, whether it's they're about to become a mom, what through birth, through adoption, whatever that is. Then for the new mom, there are resources for new moms to go to. There are relationship experts. There are career experts, fine, you know, business experts, all of that. So it's yeah, a good- we're- 
we're, we're really lucky. Social Mama really is a mental health support tool. And that's because we have all these incredible experts like you were mentioning. And, and the beautiful thing about Social Mama is that we are an impact focused values led business, even though we're for profit. Mm-hmm. And that's because um, for us, as impact rises, revenue rises, they really go up in tandem. And part of that is not putting any of our educational resources through our physicians or other experts behind paywalls. Like, get access amazing articles and videos that come from people like kitty credit on the social Mama app completely for free like you can talk to a business coach or a pediatrician completely for free on the app because we want to make sure that we're helping women get those resources um, as fast as possible yeah absolutely um and you have two young ones so they're not quite in the kitty credit space yet in terms of age but What are some of the ways that you're teaching them about finance and responsibility? Yeah. So my, my son is four years old now. um, And, you know, at this point, like pretty basic information, but stuff that I think really makes a big difference. And I will say, I'm going to follow exactly what my mother did. Like I will definitely give him a credit card when he's a preteen, make him pay it off, you know, work and do all that. Cause it really made a massive difference um, with, with my ability to have good credit, but Right now we do a lot of things around like, I mean, budgeting, I guess it's like budgeting 101. So like one of the things is um, we work on not needing to buy things everywhere we go um, and making lists of what we want. So we call it our, our Christmas list. And I keep a list on the fridge and anytime he wants anything, like it's definitely not instant gratification. He has to go put it on his list and mm. he has to ask Santa for it. But um but in the meantime, we do have a rule where if he can find something that was on his Santa list for less than $5, and if it came from Target or Marshalls, he can buy it, um, which which I know is silly. Um, but really what it teaches him is like money's not dispensable. You need to have a budget and that you don't need to buy something every time you walk in. Oh, yeah. And the other thing that's really helped me with as a parent is it's really reduced the tantrums of every time we're in a store wanting a toy. And I really think it's taught him like, savings is important. You need to wait for things you want. You need to work for things you want. And a lot of these things weren't intentional things I was doing. It was really the lower tantrums when he was two and three and like starting to go into stores, but it's made a huge difference. And now he'll say things to me like, you know, there's $4 in my piggy bank or like, we'll walk into a store, Annika, and he'll say, I need to put it on my Christmas list. I can't have it for today. And I'm like, wow, like these things really (laughs) They really do. That is really amazing. And it's so true because often those instant gratification moments are only gratifying for that, you know, those 30 seconds, those five minutes. And then it's like, okay, done, dispensable. I know. And so I'm, uh, I'm in Boston right now. So my company's headquartered in Houston. We we live in Houston full time, but I come to the summers um, on the East coast because my family's here, but also several, um, leaders in my company are, are, are based in New York and Boston. So it's a good place for me to be during the summer from a work perspective. But one of the things I'm doing this summer is on the weekends, I'm helping my mother clean out her house and my mother's in her sixties. And it's been such an interesting experience because all of the things in her house have such meaning, like th- wow. their antiques, their family heirlooms. Like, and I've noticed like that generation is not dispensable with items the way that we are. And they hold items to such more importance. And I think it's because it wasn't easy for them to get things like there wasn't Amazon.com where you instantly can yeah. buy and it's delivered at your house 16 seconds Guilty. later and <laughs> things aren't right. totally or like, you know, you can get 10,000 if you want a baseball bat 
there's a hundred versions of it, all that come from China or from India at a much cheaper price point. So it's easier to buy. Like when our parents were growing up, like a baseball bat was a family investment. Like you couldn't just replace it if it broke. And I think sometimes like we, our generation maybe is not doing the best job of, of explaining to our kids, like things are not dispensable. They're not easily replaceable. Like, you know, and I think that stuff also establishes good financial freedom because you learn that you know, you don't need to get things in a second. It doesn't have to be instant gratification. So yeah, trust me, I have an Amazon prime account. (laughs) So if you had a hundred thousand dollars to use, what would you do with it? Well, I, my, my company raises (laughs) capital. So anytime I have any extra money, I tend to buy shares in my own company. Um, but okay. So, so let's not say that. Um, if I had a hundred thousand dollars, I mean, to be completely honest with you, like I would put it into something that I think would multiply. Um, I'm still in the stage in my life where I'm not retired and my children are not in college yet. So I really would use it for something to invest. Um, I'd probably take 20 to 30% for something fun. I'd probably take 20 to 30% to pay off something. And then the rest of it, I'm sure I would use to try to multiply it. So put it into stocks or something like that. Um, but gosh, if I was just going to use the hundred K just for fun, I mean, travel, I don't have time to travel, but that's what I would do. (laughs) Travel for a whole, a whole year. Oh yeah. That sounds like a dream. Yeah. In most times of our lives, right. Especially with your kids being young, maybe not in COVID time, but if, if, if everything was open again, absolutely. Yep. hundred percent. That's what I would love to do, but, but, but that's a beautiful thing about, about trying to get to, to like what I call financial freedom is like, you want, you want to be retired by the time that you're 16, you want to be able to travel 365 days a week once you're retired, if that's what your life is. And really, if you don't invest, if you don't have good credit, if you don't have a four, like, it's important that people have 401ks, like you don't like, you really need to educate yourself about those kind of things. Cause that is the key to financial freedom. Unless if you are super wealthy independently. That's a, a little bit of a different situation, but, but if you're middle-class in this country, like if you want financial freedom, you have to understand things like credit. You just do. Yeah. You just do. Awesome. So if people wanted to join the social mama community, they can just go to the app store. The for- app store. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or, or Google play. It awesome. is totally for free and you just join and then you can meet the mom friends that you want to meet and you'll have all these incredible licensed experts like pediatricians and physician um, pediatricians and mental health therapists that are there to help you. And they host really cool events you can come to. Yeah. And I love the fact that it pings you if um, there are new moms in your area so you can find mom matches and you also can put in things that you're interested in, right? Like where you are in your life stage with your kids or like things that you like to do and it'll yeah. kind of match you with other moms too that might have similar interests. Yeah. The goal, the goal really is to help you find moms that live nearby. Um, and it's based off of everything from if your child has autism, if you're going through a divorce, if you like to drink wine, like it really, the, (laughs) the, the matching algorithm really understands who you are as a woman and tries to match you to like-minded women nearby. Awesome. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for being on our show today. Really excited. I hope everybody goes and checks out social mama 
Um, it really is a, an amazing tool. It's so robust compared to a lot of things on the marketplace. And I'm so grateful that you could tell us a little bit about Kitty Credit being part of Social Mama and why credit is important and what your app can do for all moms, no matter what stage they are in their lives. So thanks for being here. And audience, thanks for coming back another week to listen. We'll be back again next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Kitty Credit, a mobile app designed to educate children on the credit system by completing chores. Now available in the App Store and on Google Play. For more information, go to kittycredit.com. K-I-D-D-I-E. K-R-E-D-I-T dot com. Kitty.